reading tonight from the book of 1 Corinthians. This passage of scripture found in the 11th chapter, 23rd verse, starting with the 23rd verse, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three. For I have received of the Lord that which I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This is the cup of my New Testament and my blood, this do ye, as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. <clears throat> Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that drinketh eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For I would, for if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are Paul's instructions. The church located uh, in those days on the southern coast of Greece, some about a dozen years ago or so, um, I, on a short notice, ended up taking a trip to that region and had um, an interesting experience of walking among those ruins. And as I was walking there, and I've oftentimes thought about this since, thinking about the fact that these people that lived in this location right there were recipients of... Um, uh, instructions regarding an ordinance that was established by the Lord, it was given to them in that place. And they had, you know, to this day, of course, um, that had such an impact, not only uh, on them, of course, at that time, I'm sure, but also on the world of Christianity from that point forward. They were the first to receive these instructions that we're, we're reading them to you today. Um, it was a neglected place. And they were a thriving and robust society that contained a lot of faithful believers. And in that setting, Paul gave details to them involving something that these believers should do. And he delivered these instructions declaring that they were a direct revelation from the Lord. And he reminds them of an event that took place before Christ's crucifixion. And you know, the details of those are found in Luke the 22nd chapter, but at that time, it was the time of Passover. And those that could came to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. For the Jewish people, this was a tremendous day of celebration. Uh, when you read the history of those days, Jerusalem, which was a notable city in that region, swelled in size dramatically with the pilgrims that came to that area to the point where it was almost smothering the amount of people that were there because it was such an important celebration for them as they gathered there. But the reason for it was to commemorate a great deliverance. The Jewish people of that day, they offered, they, they sacrificed a lamb 
and prepared a meal as instructed by the Lord. And they gathered together those of their household, ideally an appropriate number of people gathered together to be able to consume the size of animal that they had slain. And they ate this meal together and rehearsed the greatest event of the redemptive history. It was ordained that they do this so that they would never forget the great price that was paid so long ago when they were delivered out of the captivity that they were in in Egypt. Jewish people today, they still do this. It's called a Seder. They take, a, they celebrate this and take an annual trip basically back to that time. And it's ironic that in order for them to take this journey back in time to commemorate their deliverance, they have to travel back in time past the cross to get there. But there they are, gathered around a table, and they're commemorating this great event. For us, it's ordained that we celebrate. Paul explains this to us, that there would be elements of the Jewish celebration that we would focus on because they specifically relate to Jesus. So that we would never forget the great price that was paid when we were delivered from our captivity of sin. So we go, uh, we go back to this great event in our redemptive history. The Jews go back to their event in their redemptive history. But for us, we have a great redemptive event as well. However, we don't go back to Egypt. We go to Calvary. We don't look to the blood that's painted on the lintels and doorposts of a house. We look to the blood that was shed on an old rugged cross. And we celebrate this event because we're commanded by Christ to do so. He knew as he was celebrating that event up in the upper room with his disciples that this was going to be a far different event for them than they had ever experienced before because they were going to eat a Passover lamb, but they were eating that lamb with the lamb of God. And ultimately he would be the sacrifice that they were looking for that they had no idea was going to occur, even though he told them it's, they seem to be dull in their ability to understand it. But thank the Lord that we have clarity ourselves as we look back as to what Christ accomplished. It tells us in verse 24 that he took the bread. It says, and when he had given thanks, he break it. And he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I like to kind of visualize that. Some several years ago, I was in um, a chapel where there is a famous mural that's painted by Leonardo da Vinci. And it's called The Last Supper. You've probably seen pictures of it. It's actually not quite as impressive as the pictures are because of the years of wear. It's not a painting. It's a fresco. It's basically paint on um, a plaster surface. So the colors aren't as bright as I thought they would be. 
It was a different experience than I thought I would have as I was standing there looking at it. But nonetheless, what was portrayed there was very interesting because uh, Leonardo da Vinci, likely inspired by God, seemed to be able to capture the emotions of that moment. And I wonder what it was like around that table. You see, it says that they took the bread. In that time, it was not like a loaf of bread like we would normally see if we were to be baking a bread. Um, uh, it's a flat, it was a flat loaf, kind of possibly about um, eight to ten inches in diameter. Uh, in the Lebanese culture that, that um, I come from, we're very familiar with that type of bread, and I've sat around a lot of tables uh, where we would share a meal and we would take a piece of that loaf of bread and you take off a piece and then you pass it to the next person. Not quite as sanitary as we would probably expect in this post-COVID era, but nonetheless, people still do that today, and that's the way uh, we did it then, and that's what they did in that day. Jesus had a loaf of bread, he tore off a piece, and he handed it around, and they, everybody around the table took a piece of bread. Then it says, he took the cup. Uh, it says, take this cup. This cup is a New Testament in my blood. This do ye, and as often as ye drink it, in remembrance of me. So then he had a common cup that he took a sip out of and again passed it around the table. And each of them took a sip of that cup. And Paul explains to us in this passage why. It says in verse 26, For as often as ye eat this bread and ye drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death until he comes. He, he explains the reason for this that it was to remember what the Lord had done for us. Thank, we're so thankful that we can do this. We never want it to be far from our memory, what Christ accomplished on Calvary. It was the most significant event in history, and it became the most significant event in the history of our lives. Those of us that have been redeemed by Christ look back to that time when we were saved, and we know that His sacrifice paid the price for our redemption. And we celebrate that today. It tells us there a bit of a warning. It says that wherefore whosoever shall eat this bread and drink the cup of this uh, of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. That's not to put fear in anybody's heart, but it's just to remind us of the sacredness of this that this is to be done by believers. And thank the Lord we are gathered here today as believers in the Lord. And then when we take this, we take this with confidence. We remember the Lord and we honor Him. And we're reminded that today we intend to follow His Word and to serve Him with all of our hearts. So, this is to be observed by people who are saved. So then, we obey this command. And we obey serve the ordinance together and we believe that we'll be, we will be blessed if we do this because we've been blessed in the past the Lord has visited us as we've gathered in this place and we have taken this ordinance and I love honestly the way that we as a group do this part we take this ordinance on our knees we do it in a spirit of prayer we don't do it lightly and I'm not saying that to, to um put down other faiths that choose to observe it in a different manner, whether it be standing or or some other way. But, you know, it's a precious way that we've been taught. This is a wonderful way to pay uh, tribute to the Lord. And it is our privilege, I was thinking about this, 
of the many privileges that I've had in my life through the years and, and as, as part, uh, uh, having a small part in the ministry, this is one of um, our greatest privileges as ministers to serve you as a congregation where we would present to you this beautiful ordinance and for you to partake of this in remembrance of Christ. It is our privilege to do this. And by the way, for those that aren't familiar, we then serve one another afterwards while you're still kneeling and praying because we get that privilege to do that one for another. This is something that we do together. We do this to honor the Lord. We observe this ordinance and it's a blessing to us. It honors the Lord because we're obeying his word and we will have victory and blessing here when the Lord visits us here tonight.